0: Hello, and welcome to Books, the podcast, the only podcast about books. I'm one of your hosts, Tim.
1: I'm Tom. And we're booksmen. Sure as hell Tom, on.
0: you're smirking like an
1: a-hole over there. What's going what? on? What? I'm just having a good time. Sorry. Tom, I
0: got uh, chastised on uh, the Reddit board for being mean to you.
1: Yeah, it was great. It was nice to see like people finally getting it. What do you mean, getting it? Getting that you're like a, a not. Great person that you're like mean to me all the time. That you accuse me of being mean,
0: you're being a bully all the time.
1: No, you're being a mean, a mean one all the time. I don't want to
0: pull this out on the other, but
1: (laughs) but but people are paying for this, so
0: yeah. Do you remember friggin'? (sighs) Do you remember when I got my new iPhone? Uh-huh. And I said, Hey, I got the iPhone eleven plus.
1: iPhone eleven pro. Eleven Pro. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, and then uh you said to me, Oh, do you remember what you said? I said, I like this phone. The camera's real cool. Do you know what you said?
1: What did I say? Do you remember what you no, said? No, I don't remember what I said. Just tell me so, what and I, I said. Quote, it has I'll a t- kill you.
0: It says, it has a telephoto lens. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. I remember this. I said it to you not in person. I said it online.
0: Well, what did you say?
1: I said it has a telephoto lens so you can finally get a p- picture of your penis.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then one time we had uh, a sponsor.
1: Look, to be fair, I have no idea how big your penis. I've never seen your penis. I have no idea. I'm just talking.
0: And then uh, we had a sponsor that uh, sells underpants. Have Ma- you ever seen
1: my penis? No. Yeah, I guess, huh.
0: We had a, a sponsor that sells <laughs> underpants. Uh, and, and I think it's
1: pretty remarkable we've gone this long without seeing each other's penises. Is this,
0: uh, yeah,
1: all right. So anyway. I'm trying to turn this into a Howard Stern show. <laughs> we <laughs> They were going to send us underwear because t- they were t- sponsoring t- us. Take and off your pants. Robin, shouldn't he take his pants <laughs> off so we can see what he's got while he's packing down there? And so- <laughs> If the t- Patreon show <laughs> was just a shock jock show, if we had uh, like porn stars come in here and ride vibrators and stuff.
0: <laughs> I, I wouldn't like this. Uh, first of all, no porn star would come to this this place that we record. Nah. It's like, filthy in here.
1: Well, look at up and coming porn stars.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh just wayward young women.
1: We'll put an ad in the local penny saver.
0: Uh, <laughs> nobody, no, <laughs> no inspiring. Looking
1: for new porn stars.
0: Uh, so we had uh, an underwear company, and they were going to send us new underwear, and yeah. we had to give them- uh, <laughs> They
1: weren't going to send us new underwear. They were going to send us like the underwear they make. Yeah, new underwear. Yeah. New pairs of underwear for but us. That, <laughs> but that's not, they weren't like, and here's the deal, guys, new underwear. It's assumed that the underwear they sell is new. Uh, I'll say this. I'll go on the record. We will never advertise an underwear company that doesn't sell new underwear exclusively.
0: So you wrote, do you know what you want from Mac Weldon? Uh, I want to get our order in.
1: Yeah, yeah, because a lot of times they give us like a a code or an account that they've put money in. There's a little BTS behind the scenes and, uh, we, we should do the water together because otherwise we'd like have to pay shipping twice or it'd be a pain in the ass. It's just easier. Right.
0: Uh, and so I, I gave mine and part of it was three boxer briefs, mm-hmm. uh, medium, uh, in true Navy color. Okay. And you're a got it. Three pairs, medium underwear with extra small wiener holes. <laughs>
1: That's funny. (laughs) I mean, why would you even need extra small wiener (laughs) holes? If you had an extra small wiener, you could still put it through like a medium hole. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But my thing is... I don't know if they even read the notes that you put in the orders.
0: (laughs) I got got shit for bullying you when we're just furiously trying to fill an hour of content and Uh, have something to talk about. And, like, uh, sometimes we have to introduce conflict. And and he's having, on our normal free time, just two friends talking, you mercilessly bully me. Not for any other reason than just your own sick satisfaction.
1: I mean, the one was a sponsor, so that's that's still podcast time. And Apple is also, they're sponsoring the, buy the new iPhone 11. Podcast
0: time? What what do you mean podcast time? (laughs) And
1: Apple app, a lot of people are listening to this on an iPhone or through Apple Podcasts right now, Tim. So it's also related. I can make fun of you for buying the new iPhone and claim that you're buying it for a telephoto lens (laughs) because the regular lens uh, can't take a picture of your penis because it's too small.
0: Searching, we have a shared Slack.
1: Mm-hmm. I know.
0: There's a lot of results when you search for Wiener. <laughs>
1: nice. Uh, I would. I, I bet a lot of them are about a, a former congressman Wiener. No, most of them are. A lot of
0: them are about Jeff Bezos' Wiener. Oh, <laughs> right. Uh, people overestimate how embarrassing it would be for him to have his nude pic- pictures look uh, leaked While most men would prefer people not see their penis, I don't think many would think their lives would be over if people saw their wieners. You have a lot of thoughts about wieners, Tom. I do. Uh, Yeah. This is a books podcast where we talk about books. It's (laughs) kind of like a book club.
1: Right. And sometimes we talk about talking about wieners. Yeah. Our our next Patreon podcast will be talking about talking about wieners. (laughs)
0: So anyway, uh, you, you just read the book. Do androids dream of electric sheep?
1: Yeah, uh, bzz,
0: bzz, uh, bzz. That's So we're way. not going to talk about a book at all today. We're going to talk about a dang movie.
1: Yeah, because I finished the book. Yeah, like a big boy.
0: Uh, we're going to talk about a movie from nineteen eighty two called Blade Runner.
1: Like Big Boy from the Dick Tracy movie.
0: Uh, what if I say, What if I said Tom? I watched. I watched the movie Blade Runner. Blade Runner. Speed Demon. <laughs>
1: I'd say it's not. It's called Blade Runner. Which cut of Blade Runner did you watch?
0: Alright. There are numerous cuts, Tom, and let me let me let me get to this. Right? I apologize
1: for burping right into the microphone. That yeah. was actually unintentional. This is
0: friggin' Howard Stern. <laughs> the shock shock bullshit.
1: Robin, get that girl in here.
0: There was the theatrical release um mm. that included the happy ending. Not right. the way you're and, it,
1: and it had uh Harrison Ford voiceover. Right. Right. Because they thought the audience was too dumb to understand what was going on. Right. So uh, you had to be like, oh, I'm ha- Harrison Ford here. Uh, <laughs> this is me. I'm, I don't know. Some...
0: Oh, it's like a, a commentary track. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm some future bullshit, like always. Uh,
0: there's the U.S. broadcast version, which was uh, longer. This is what they did back in the day.
1: Yeah, I they remember. They
0: added scenes for network TV.
1: Yeah, so they could fit in more commercial breaks. Yeah. Well, and sometimes they would have to cut so many other scenes for like yeah. violence or nudity. So I remember like watching, I think it was specifically Terminator 2 when they would show it on TV because it had so many violent scenes that they had to. Uh, not cut completely, but dramatically shortened. Mm-hmm. That they added a lot of deleted scenes. And I remember like seeing it on TV and feeling like I was going crazy because it's like, what? This is I a don't... completely different movie. Yeah, like these scenes. I've never seen this scene, and like they, they're good scenes that they add back in because a lot of them are like. Things that aren't central to the plot, but right. add a lot to the, the mythos and the backstory. Right. You love that shit. World building. Yeah, I can't wait for this new Terminator movie. November you fool.
0: You idiot. No. You this say is... this about every single one. There hasn't this been is... a good Terminator movie since T2. This is 1991.
1: The fourth Terminator 3, and I think this is going to be the one that gets it right.
0: Ugh. Well, James Cameron stands to make money on it, so he uh, gave so it he's his. He's once
1: of, again like, yeah, no, this is the movie I would have made. Yeah, if go
0: see it, I'll pay off uh, part of my new submarine. Yeah, uh, James Cameron, I want to like him, but he's such a
1: piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I watched an interview with him recently, and I do like him more just because, like, he's a piece of shit, but he's like he owns it, kind of. Yeah, they just like nah. Like, yeah, I I don't. And also, like, I kind of get that, like, when he made Titanic, do you remember before, I mean, we were very young, but, like, when Titanic was coming out, that, like, everything was, like, this is gonna be the biggest bomb that's ever bombed. It went
0: over budget, and they were like, "Nobody wants to see this. Nobody shit. wants to it's see this. It's gonna be this. too long. Yeah, it's
1: too long." They spent the more. The kid mo- from Growing Pains can't act. Yeah, they spent more money than they're not like, gonna
0: have a topless woman at all in it.
1: Anyone's ever spent on a movie? This is ridiculous. This is gonna like sink Fox. This is gonna completely sink James Cameron's career. Like that was all that they they built a Titanic just for this movie, like a full scale replica. Is so stupid, and like all the talk for like at least a year was how this was gonna be the biggest bomb that had ever happened. He and showed it, off? Yeah, it went on to become the biggest movie of all time. So yeah. like I kind of get that he's like, go to hell. And then it happened again with Avatar. I don't understand how. Yeah, but that like, they were like, this is ridiculous. Nobody wants to see this movie. Once again he spent way too much money and then that became the biggest movie. Do
0: you think Martin Scorsese would say that Avatar isn't cinema?
1: No, I think he would. Hmm. Okay. To it's... me
0: it seemed like a theme park ride.
1: Yeah. Uh yeah. Like I
0: would never watch that on a regular TV. Uh, well, but if they and... put it back in uh 3D IMAX right. or whatever. I would be like, "Okay, I fucked up not seeing it last time."
1: Well, and that's why it, it like never got into the public zeitgeist because nobody ever watched it again. Yeah, cuz why would you? Yeah, it was like if you
0: need to go into some crazy chamber to enjoy a movie.
1: Right. You didn't watch it when it came out on DVD, and right. they tried to get all of us to buy 3D TVs. Yeah. Cuz they were like, "You can watch Avatar at home." <laughs> it's like, "Well, have
0: you ever watched a 3D TV?"
1: Once really, buried, Where? Uh, an Airbnb in Austin, Texas, when I went to South by Southwest years ago, oh wow, they had a 3D TV with the glasses. And I was like flipping around trying to even like find something that would work. Let me, hey, are there any skin flicks here in 3D? Oh, that would have been great, uh, but then I eventually found a basketball game. And credit where credit's due, I was like, holy hell, like, look at this. It looks like, like, I'm the ol- men
0: are running are dribbling on my t- hand. It looked like do you I hold was, your hand, or do you like, I'm going to grab the ball? But <laughs> the people like uh, reach in front of them in front of it. It looked
1: like a little diorama happening inside the oh, uh, like the box of the TV. I actually really liked it and uh, uh, was like a little more surprised that it didn't catch on more, uh, but not really. I mean, nobody wants that.
0: Yeah, it, it is stupid. Yeah. And unnecessary. I'm a
1: little surprised that it's not like it's completely dead now, I think. Uh, that it didn't become like a niche thing. Like when we were kids, like laser disc was a thing. Right. Whereas, like, nobody had laser but some people did, and the they were is, really into you it. You
0: have to film things. Yeah, for that's what that, makes it. Right? But
1: movies, they're filming movies in 3D, or they're at least post processing them. Oh, yeah. That's so, true. like.
0: But isn't it like a different kind of 3D or something? No, it's.
1: Uh, yeah. The way it's displayed, yes, but not the way it's, like, created. Like. You know, it's still just the le- you know the the yeah. information's there. I
0: so. feel like they're like a handful of rubes bought these things.
1: Yeah. Uh. Well, I think it was just I think part of it too was that was when HDTVs in general were, were real expensive, so it's like, well, big TVs two thousand dollars. What's another five hundred dollars for three D? And now those TVs have come down in price so far that. But that technology has I don't think has become cheaper, right to build into it, okay, so anyway, that was the one time I ever saw 3 d TV, and I thought it was pretty cool.
0: I hope James Cameron
1: fails with the, the next new avatars, event, right? yeah. yeah,
0: I think hubris is gonna like there was an interview with him recently. it was going mm-hmm. around the internet today where they ask him questions about like, hey, how do you feel about like the consolidation of media?" Of media. Yeah, he's Disney like, owning everything. He's like, I get my movies funded, so I don't care. I don't care where the money comes from. And it's like, that. well, that's not good for, <laughs> Yeah. like, talk about Marty. You know, Marty, Martin Scorsese, a uh, mm-hmm. man that I, I know and love.
1: Yeah. He'll, I know him through Bobby.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know him through, uh, who's another guy that they say that? You know, another guy. <laughs> uh, but like he he tries to nurture young talent and produces new f- like films actually from-
1: people that know James Cameron real well call him Jim Cameron.
0: Oh Jim. Yeah. Yeah, people are like oh, Jim's kind of a dick. <laughs> yeah, but I know him pretty
1: well. He's an asshole. Jim
0: Cameron's looking out for Jim Cameron, and that's yeah. fine. And it's like, oh yeah, you prove people wrong. You 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 prove the haters wrong. But then like. Also, you're just like I don't give a shit about what happens to anybody else but me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck you, Jim Cameron. So anyway, uh, there's the broadcast version, which was a little longer, mm-hmm. um, but they cut things out. The director's cut that came out in 1992. Okay. Um. And. Th- It wasn't really the director's cut.
1: Ridley Scott was the director.
0: Yeah, and Ridley Ridley Scott was uh, was working. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why that's so funny.
1: You've been putting ends in words (laughs) that don't belong in recent weeks. Rodney, (laughs) Uh, as we all know, the famous director Rodney Scott. Uh director of Alien, Blade Runner.
0: He was directing that fourteen ninety two movie. Remember that?
1: Yeah, Christopher Columbus.
0: Yeah, and he was like, Ah, they found all this footage like in a vault somewhere. And they were like, Oh, this was one of the original cuts.
1: We can put this in 1492.
0: And he was like, they were like, Oh, you should you should restore this and yeah. like make it your cut, and we'll do a director's cut. Because like,
1: it kinda got taken away from him, right? Yeah.
0: And he was like, "Uh, no, I'm gonna work on what is soon to surpass Blade Runner in popularity, 1492. What was the name of that
1: movie? Remember, there were two Columbus movies that came out at the same time. Yeah, in, like, in 1992, because it was 500 years. Yeah. And like, Conquest of Paradise. I've never heard a single thing after those movies like disappear from the theater.
0: Tom, I got news for you. Do you know who plays Columbus? in 1492, Conquest of Paradise. Gerard Depardieu. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm going to have to watch this. You know who plays Queen Isabel? Who? Sigourney Weaver.
1: Oh, I love Sigourney Weaver.
0: Yeah. Frank Langella's in it. All right. He plays the Pinta. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Sigourney Weaver plays uh, the the Santa Maria.
1: Good casting. Great
0: casting. Um, Hold on.
1: What am I doing? Sigourney Weaver, one of the most underrated people in Hollywood.
0: Oh, 100%.
1: It's unbelievable that she's not in every movie all the time.
0: Yeah, agreed. Uh, Okay, so there was those versions. And then there was, and and so like he didn't oversee the director's cut. Okay. Some other people did, and he was like, nah, that wasn't my cut. And then in 2007, uh, they released the final cut. Mm Mm-hmm. Or the twenty fifth anniversary edition. Okay, uh, and uh, that was him. That was essentially the director's cut, but they've already used the words director's right, cut, right. so they're just like
1: final cut. So the director's cut is like the most disposable of these cuts, right?
0: Um, kind of
1: because it yeah. like the theatrical one has like historical relevance. <laughs> this is how everybody saw it the first time. Yeah. But then the director's cut was, like, essentially just we put deleted scenes in without him overseeing that.
0: Yeah. So I watched the final cut. Okay. Good for you. Well, what we do good that for
1: ain't, you? That wasn't condescending. That, that, did was seem, a, that
0: did seem condescending. That
1: was a legitimate good for you. You um, did the right thing.
0: And so I watched it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looked really nice. I wish I could see it on the big screen. Okay. Uh There's no voiceover.
1: Don't you have a 4K TV? Isn't that the big screen? I do.
0: I mean, it's not the big screen.
1: You sit closer to it. I mean, it's
0: 79 inches. So, you know. Wow. About as big as my wiener.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well played, sir. (laughs) I guess I was wrong.
0: Uh, full disclosure: I was making salsa <laughs> from scratch at one point, so I watched a uh, part of it on my iPad in the Why kitchen. Why do
1: you need to make salsa? So- oh, yeah, like tomatoes from uh, the CSA or something. I
0: actually, uh, a friend of the show, AJ. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We were away this weekend with a bunch of people. AJ was there with his wife. Yeah. And his wife, I don't, I don't know, what, Tom. I'm still working on how wives work. I've only been married two years. Okay. His wife gave my wife a bunch of tomatillos, and then I'm driving home. It's
1: pronounced tomatoes.
0: (laughs) Tomatillos, Tom. You know what tomatillos are?
1: They're like pepper. They're like, yeah, like greenish,
0: and they come in a husk.
1: Oh. Oh, I know what you're talking about now, yeah. So she gave my wife all these
0: tomatillos, and I'm driving home, and my wife is just like, hey, uh, they gave us tomatillos, so uh, can you make some salsa out of it? It's like why she give you tomatillos. She's like I don't know. She had them. Yeah. It's like well, why'd you take them? I don't know. I figured you'd make salsa out of them. I don't understand. What it. does this
1: have to do with wives? <laughs> what? <laughs> what does this have to do with like? Because AJ's
0: wife wife gave it to my wife, and I don't understand the transaction that happened.
1: I think it was probably they had it from uh like a food co-op, a CSA. What does CSA stand for? You guys all do the CSAs.
0: Yeah, community
1: salad association uh
0: community sourced a- agriculture or something oh okay yeah
1: so it's like you all pay in and then you get the the yield from a farm right yeah uh
0: community supported agriculture okay
1: so so i know from you and other people that do this you get kind of like a grab bag of stuff right and i think that in this case it was they got some Tomatillos, and they couldn't use all the tomatillos they got, and these things aren't going to keep forever, right? So they gave you some. That's all.
0: Yeah, but I don't I, like, I don't, I, I just don't understand. I came into these tomatillos through a a, a strange angle.
1: Not really.
0: Did you get any tomatillos? No. Were I you offered any I tomatillos? I have a wife. Exactly. So yeah. I, it was, it was, it was, it was negotiated by the wives.
1: Get some free tomatillos
0: look, these things were a burden because you peel the husks off and then they're all sticky so you get to, to wash them. Making making salsa out of this thing, man, took 50 minutes. Wow. So I watched a lot of the movie on an iPad in my kitchen while I was, cu- while I was, I was sticky hands. husking and washing and cutting up tomatillos. Uh, not ideal, but the good thing is there's very little dialogue in this movie.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of just like, boom. And not
0: much happens in the movie. No, yeah. Have you seen this film?
1: I've seen this film. I own this film. Ooh, well, um,
0: thanks. For, I had to friggin' rent it for. $3. I offered
1: $3. you to lend it to you, oh, but you, you don't have a Blu-ray player. That's true. Um, or I was gonna offer you to give because I think I have it on digital too to just give you like a yeah, sign in. for You my didn't account. offer that. I, I you know. Certainly I certainly did not. Offer I it. know I didn't. I thought to, and I was like, uh eh, Tim's gonna.
0: He's going to be chopping tomatillos.
1: <laughs> um,
0: you think I can't afford three ninety nine?
1: Yeah. So uh, did you return that uh, Mission Impossible Fallout DVD that you rented from a red box in a supermarket while we were on vacation? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> I was worried that you would forget about that.
0: No, I... Uh... You don't think things like that consume me <laughs> at all like Yeah, that makes sense. I couldn't relax. I couldn't sleep the night before because uh was what if the red box is full. <laughs> exactly.
1: Um Yeah, I've I've I don't I really really like Blade Runner. I really really like Blade Runner 2049 with, Even
0: though you haven't watched it without falling asleep.
1: I've never watched either of these movies without falling asleep, but I don't think that that's a negative thing. They relax me. They're just like a real, like I really like the music, I really like the visuals, and it just kind of like lulls me to sleep. I like some of the music. Okay. Uh,
0: Was it Vangelis?
1: Yeah. Vangelis. Uh,
0: No, I think it's Vangelis.
1: Um, I like the
0: synthesizer stuff, and I like the piano stuff. I didn't like when they, they did do like the, you know, like noir movie, or like, like what, what would you call the Lethal Weapon movies or like Fast oh, and the Furious? The
1: saxophone? like the Yeah. Bah, 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 bah.
0: I don't like when they start using the bluesy scale. Yeah. And they, there's some saxophone in here and then the synthesizer starts hitting some of those bluesy notes. Yeah. And that's just depressing to me. <laughs> you know, it, it's like a weird type of 80s depressing yeah. that I just don't want to. So for the most part, I like the music. Yeah. Um. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I watched that. Uh, I just uh, I thought it was kind of boring. I thought it looked nice. Um, I I think I don't like Harrison Ford. I no. I think Harrison Ford. I like him in the '90s because oh, okay,
1: uh, they made the him fugitive? try.
0: Yeah, like he tries in The Fugitive. Yeah. He tries in What Lies Beneath. <laughs>
1: okay.
0: Like he's not just trying to be cool.
1: Right. Everything, yes. like Star uh, Wars. Yes, or what about uh Regarding Henry? Yeah. Uh, good flick. Witness? I never saw Witness. Oh, that's a good one, too. He's trying. He's Amish act- thing? Yeah, he's acting in that.
0: I just feel like Star Wars and Blade Runner, and to a lesser extent, Indiana Jones, mm-hmm. he's just trying to fucking look cool. Yeah. And he's trying to be like, hey, ladies. Get uh, off my plane. He's just kind of like, i don't I don't wanna be here, but guess what they're paying me a lot to be here, and i'm I'm gonna act like a smart ass, yeah. right, like the bill Murray attitude, uh but without any humor,
1: so you think the key to getting a good performance out of Harrison Ford is don't pay him a lot
0: um, no, I think it's just he had so much swagger at this point, I think right. he, I think you had to catch him when he's down and he <laughs> wants he wants to be back on top, yeah. Because when he's on top, he's a real fucking asshole.
1: Or you got to catch him when he's been accused of killing his wife and he didn't do it.
0: Yeah. Or uh, when nobody knows that um, he killed a grad student Mm -hmm. um, and he and his wife are trying to figure out who killed the grad student. Man, I
1: should have watched that movie again.
0: What Lies Beneath? Yeah. Yeah, that was a good movie.
1: I remember seeing that in the theater, Michelle Pfeiffer, and thinking like, This is a great movie. It was a great movie. Yeah,
0: you know uh, they they filmed it as a lark. Who did? Robert Zemeckis. What
1: do you mean as a lark?
0: Uh, They started. They filmed the first part of Castaway.
1: Uh huh. Oh right. Yeah, he is needed. (laughs) And then Tom
0: Hanks is like. I need nine months to turn myself <laughs> into, into an emaciated skeleton. man. Yeah. yeah. Uh so and grow and, a big beard. Yeah, and Robert Zemeckis is like, let's bang out like a quick thriller in the meantime.
1: Yeah, with like two of the biggest stars out there. Yeah,
0: but like it's got a cast of like five people. Yeah. It takes place in like five locations or whatever. It's it's great. Hey, a great movie. But it's no Blade Runner. Uh, quiet, not great movie. I don't think it's bad. Harrison Ford annoys me. Rutger Hauer. Mm. uh, Scares you? Scares me. Yeah, I knew he would. (laughs) And uh, He plays Roy Batty. Yeah. Way bigger role in the movie than in in the book. Yes.
1: Yeah, that's a big change. And
0: part of me thinks they're just like uh, Ridley Scott, uh, Rodney Scott uh, said like. Ridney. (laughs) Ridney said, uh, you know, uh, this guy doesn't have a big part. But he's being so scary so far. Yeah. Let's write him a bigger part. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Riker Hauer. Scary guy.
0: What else is, was he in?
1: He is in Aliens, I think. Mm, never saw. It. I think the second Aliens movie.
0: Was that also Ridley Scott? Yeah. Or was he? Uh no, Ridley time. was the first one. Yeah. Uh
1: and uh
0: He was the hobo in Hobo with a shotgun.
1: Right. He's in Batman Begins. He plays Earl Early.
0: Who's that? You don't even know. No,
1: he's like the guy, he's like the CEO of Wayne, Wayne Enterprises. Oh, okay. That like kind of took over when everybody thought Bruce Wayne was dead. Maybe he's not in. No, he's not in freaking Aliens. I'm thinking of uh Lance Henriksen.
0: Mm. Uh Sean Young is in this movie, Tom. Yeah. Don't be fooled, that's a lady.
1: Right. But she is very young in this she movie. She
0: is. Uh Edward James Almost is in this movie. Yeah.
1: Oh I was that was another guy I was gonna think of when you were saying who are other people that everybody gives short nicknames to if they know him. I was gonna say Eddie. Eddie Almost? Yeah. Uh Mehmet
0: Walsh. I don't know who that is. M Emmett Walsh.
1: Oh, okay. I know who that is.
0: Uh here's another confusing one. Uh Daryl Hanna. Don't get confused. That's also a lady.
1: I was thinking about Daryl Hannah today. I don't know why. I mean, my brain just doesn't stop.
0: Daryl Hannah is currently married to Neil Young.
1: Oh, right. I forgot about that. They had like a whole secret l- relationship.
0: Yeah, and then uh, Neil Young left his wife for her, yeah. and then his wife passed away, or his ex-wife passed away. Sad.
1: Yeah. Uh, when I worked at an Apple store... I think I was thinking about, oh, I was just seeing a lot of iPhone XRs out there, or iPhone 11s or whatever, colorful iPhones. And I was thinking like, yeah, that makes sense. People really like colors. And I was thinking about how when I worked at Apple, the iPod mini came out, and everybody really liked all the colors, but especially pink. And that I always thought like, man, if they ever make a pink iPhone, people are going to go nuts for that. People are going to love the pink iPhone, and which I think is the case. And I was singing about how, at the height of the iPod Mini's popularity, Daryl Hannah came in looking for an iPod Mini in pink. And when she was told that, like, no, we have n- we haven't had those in weeks; they've been very sold out. We're sorry. That she said, "Go look in the back. You hold a special stock for people like me."
0: Assholes. <laughs>
1: It's like mm, we hold this. Sp- if we were gonna hold a special stock, it would be for a couple of degrees above.
0: Yeah, Daryl Hannah <laughs> in two thousand and nine or whatever. Yeah, or whatever.
1: no, it is like two thousand and four. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, that was Kill Bill era. That was her. That was, was her it? resurgence. Oh,
1: okay. Well, maybe I should have gone and looked at him back. Yeah. What Regardless, it? we didn't have them. Yeah.
0: Sorry, Daryl. Yeah. It's a boy's name, you idiot. Yeah.
1: Uh, Why do you want a pink iPod for a boy?
0: <laughs> yeah, you got it all wrong. Uh, Tom, do you know when this movie takes place?
1: Like 1997 or something, probably?
0: Nope, November 2019.
1: Oh, really? Two we-, we were doing this two weeks early. <sighs> we're about to be in Blade Runner. Yeah. I'll go to Mars if they give me my own personal Android.
0: Yeah, I mean, this takes place in, in San Francisco. Or Los Angeles, maybe.
1: Yeah, the the book is San Francisco. The movie is Los Angeles.
0: They were considering making it uh, uh, San Angeles.
1: Mm. Do you watch the movie or just read the IMDb trivia? Huh?
0: (laughs) I watched the movie. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I can show you the receipt in my... uh... My uh, email. All right. I didn't like it.
1: Well, that just proves you bought it. Didn't prove you watch it. Um.
0: Here's the thing. I think I would have liked this cut more if I didn't know the story uh, of the book. If I didn't know the book.
1: Okay. Because the book kind of ruined it or whatever. Like you saw things coming.
0: Not even that I saw things coming. I think without the voiceover, and I think everybody was like, "Oh, the voiceover sucks" because it, it, you know, it explains everything, right? Um. I think the way that they reveal the concepts and what's going on and what mm-hmm. a replicant is. Right. Um,
1: uh, yeah, I forgot that they call them replicants.
0: Yeah, they're not they're not called androids. They're called replicants, yeah. um, because uh, again, here's some IM- IMDB <laughs> trivia. But uh, they started. It, they're called androids and andies in mm-hmm. the in the script. Um and
1: then Andy Griffith got involved and yeah, he was he, like, Look, was I like, got a I'm reputation a to protect.
0: I'm a lawyer and he matlocked them right out of there. <laughs> um no, he uh they uh they started reading them in like read throughs and rehearsals and they're like it sounds stupid when people say Andy's. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, oh, we can't and then replicant sounds real cool. Yeah. And then they wind up saying replicant like twice in the movie. It doesn't even
1: <laughs> replicant sounds more dangerous. Yeah,
0: yeah. definitely. So it takes place in November 2019, mm-hmm. uh, and then there's a there's a scroll in the beginning, and it, it explains what's going on.
1: That's Star Wars,
0: yeah, and they're like, okay, the replicants, uh, mm-hmm. they're you know they're as, as strong or stronger than humans. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're bred to to you know to do all the work, essentially slaves, yeah. and uh, they're at least as
1: smart as humans.
0: Now, why would you do that?
1: <laughs> yeah, if they're you're just gonna make them slave, make them dumb. Yeah, they don't need to be smart if there's like and then they were like ditches. yeah, and
0: then they were like after uprisings, they made it illegal for them to come back to Earth. It's like yeah, no shit. There's just gonna be more uprisings if you make them smarter and stronger than you. Yeah,
1: come on, that's dumb,
0: guys. You fucking morons. Um, so yeah, but the way that they reveal things like they, it starts with, um, uh, one of the tests that yeah, they give. Yeah,
1: the, the voight Kampf test.
0: Yeah, and with no, uh, w- You don't with, know what's going on. Yeah, with no voiceover. Yeah. And if I didn't know that, like, as you learn and figure out like, oh, I see what's going on, I could uh, see that being like- uh, interesting and like a cool uh, way to reveal it, mm-hmm. but I was just like, "Oh, he's giving him one of those tests," and so like that like oh, seven minute scene just kind of is just like, "Yeah, I know what he's doing. He's trying to find out if he's a if he's a replicant or not." Yeah. Um, and then at the end, the replicant like shoots shoots the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, once the once the guy administering the test. Uh, figures out that he's a replicant yeah but you're just like what the hell is going on why did he shoot that guy and then like harrison ford comes in and like it's revealed like oh this is the test we give when he gives it to sean young who is uh the uh the lady who doesn't know yeah who doesn't know she's uh, a replicant yeah Um, and then like it's revealed about the implanted memories in the same way but it's like it's all shit i knew so like it just seems very slow it seems slower than it should seem
1: both movies are very slow
0: yeah and i like that i wish like but when everything was slow is like i know what they're revealing very slowly here so i'm just gonna look at like the very nice set design and the the yeah. kind of crazy special effects.
1: Or your tomatillos,
0: or my tomatillos, because I didn't want to slice my finger. Right, slice my finger on a can, Tom.
1: Are you a hobo?
0: No, I was opening can. I was making chili.
1: No, I was giving cans to a goat. <laughs> uh,
0: there were no goats. There were no there were no pets in the movie. Yeah, there was one uh, owl. There was an owl. Yeah. Yeah, and a there's a snake owl. and there's a there's a electric, electric snake electric snake because um an exotic dancer uh who is a replicant mm-hmm. uh did a dance with a snake on it uh on her. Mm-hmm. And uh Decker. There's this one scene where Harrison Ford is the best he's ever been in any movie. Okay. So there's a replicant. Do you remember this scene? She uh You probably remember it because it's the only scene with a nude woman in it. No, I don't remember. She comes off the stage and she was like doing an exotic dance. And Harrison Ford knows that uh, she's a replicant. Uh And uh, so he's backstage waiting for her to get off stage from her sexy dance. Mm -hmm. And he's like, is that a real snake? And she's like, do you think I'd be dancing if I could afford a real snake? -hmm. Or you think I'd be working here if I could afford a real snake? And that's like the only real reference to that that these are fake animals. Yeah, and that like animals like there's a couple subtle references. But Harrison Ford pretends to be from like the dancers union. (laughs) Okay. To make sure that he that he had received complaints. Uh, that the women at this establishment were being mistreated. Mm-hmm. And that's the way he's trying to, like, gain her trust right. and, like, investigate her a little bit. But it's like a scene out of Fletch, almost. <laughs> because for some reason, he doesn't act like Harrison Ford. He uh, adopts, like, a nerdy voice. And he's just <laughs> like, uh, Hello, ma'am, I just wanted to <laughs> ask you, I'm, I'm from the home office of the Stage Performers United. Uh, uh, and like, Does he put glasses on? He he does something. He might okay. put glasses on, but I feel he just like plays. I remember this well. He plays like this doofus, and yeah. it's like, oh, I would love to. Like they could have put Harrison Ford in Fletch, and it would have been just as yeah. good. Yeah,
1: yeah. Harrison Ford never did any comedies, huh?
0: No, I guess not.
1: Yeah.
0: Crash his plane into a golf course.
1: Yeah, I mean, what's funnier than that? <laughs> it <laughs> it's like an old funny. timey, like World War One <laughs> biplane, too.
0: Yeah. Uh. So yeah, basically he. It, it's And then it, at some point it's laid out. like, uh, I don't know what happens. Do you know why he was off the force, quote unquote? And then they called him back in and they're like, there are four replicants here. Uh, you have to kill them. And he's like, I'm out of the game. And they're like, nope, we'll kill you if you don't go and kill these replicants. And then the movie is essentially just him chasing after these replicants and shooting them.
1: Uh no, I don't know. I mean the movie also plays a lot more with the idea that he's a replicant. Yeah. Than the book does.
0: Yeah. Subtly.
1: Subtly and like it's pretty definitive that he is. Yeah. Uh but they don't yeah, it's subtle in how it's referenced.
0: Yeah, it's uh, the unicorn dream, and then the the unicorn origami thing.
1: Yeah, and then there's a, a shot where you can—he has like a red reflection in his eyes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I I did read up more on that because I was like, oh, that's interesting. And like nowadays, they would hammer that the fuck home. Yeah, and it would be like. A reveal in the beginning of the third act, or the mm-hmm. middle of the third act, and it would affect everything. Yeah, but this is just like a very—it's more like subtle, like uh, when Michael Jackson turns around at the end of the Thriller video <laughs> and he's got the yellow eyes. Yeah. Um, but I read, it and and Harrison Ford's like, "Fuck that, absolutely not. I wouldn't have made that movie if that's what the twist was." <laughs> um, and Ridley Scott is just kind of like, "Oh, maybe." Yeah So I don't know Anyway I I didn't I didn't think much of this movie I really wish uh, I had seen it In more of an immersive environment Maybe part of it's on me That I was making salsa (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe part of it is on you that you're watching it on on an iPad while making salsa. Yeah, maybe that's. Partially I tried to turn the, I turned it...
0: the light off in my kitchen for a minute,
1: and then you were afraid of cutting your finger. Yeah,
0: exactly. Oh, I meant to tell you. Okay, uh, this is what I was going with this. Ah. I cut my finger on a can. Okay. Because uh, the can opener, when I was making Slipped. chili uh, upstate at the yeah. at the house that we were all at. Mm-hmm. Uh, was shitty. You know when you get a bad can opener yeah. and then you have to wind you know up what? like ripping the, the, yeah. the, the top a of the can? A few years
1: ago, I invested in a nice American made can opener and yeah. my life's been a dream ever since. Yeah, I like
0: it. I like a good can. I have one at my own home, but yeah. at this rental, at this Airbnb, they cheaped out. Yeah. Um, and so I I sliced my finger. I was bleeding, you know, You a can bit. get
1: like a top of the line can opener for like $15. I know. But you can also get. A shitty can opener for like a dollar. So I oh, get oh no, it.
0: you get it for like a uh, fifteen cents. Yeah. Uh, but so many people ask me like, "Did you have your tetanus shot?"
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's like w- one little slice from a can. Yeah, the can.
1: That's fine, right? No, I can't. Yeah, a can is not rusty. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. You're fine. Yeah, I was eating beans out of it.
1: Yeah. Well, don't eat the beans. I mean.
0: What? <laughs> okay. Anyway, do you have any questions about the movie? <laughs>
1: No I mean I've already this is a rare case where I had not read the book but I had seen the movie, although never straight through without falling asleep um, yeah I, I I
0: you know at one point I paused it and I was like I'm gonna watch the the last uh, I think like 45 minutes on the nice screen yeah. and like uh, my 79 inch uh, penis sized
1: <laughs>
0: television 4k.
1: But I love, I mean, I love the movie. That's why I own it. Like, even though I can't make it through without falling asleep, that's uh, a testament to how much it relaxes me because I I do love the movie. I love the aesthetic. That's like, yeah, I really love how it looks. Yeah,
0: I'm a, I don't know. That, 80s version of uh cyberpunk of baby this decade. Yeah. It's the same as in uh Back to the Future Part 2.
1: Yeah, in 2015.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't love it. It's too cold. <sighs> no, I
1: like it. Yeah,
0: is that where would you want to live in a city like that? Yeah.
1: Really? Yeah, give me an electric snake and I'm set. No,
0: really. Would you want
1: Yeah. Uh I'd like to visit I wouldn't like the yeah. live, I mean, it seems hellish, but I'd love to I mean, it uh, is take a literally a dystopia. Yeah, I mean, they live in, like, little boxes and stuff. Yeah. You should watch Blade Runner 2049 with the gas. I kind of want to. The Goose. Yeah. Uh, it's very good. It's like- Is Harrison Ford in it? He is. Like, uh, as
0: a major role or a cameo?
1: As more than a cameo, but, like, not a major role. Playing Deckard? Yeah.
0: Nice.
1: Um... And they do some interesting stuff in, not to spoil anything, but interesting stuff with the android, like, is this person an android thing? Huh. It's not spoiling it. Basically, right up top, they establish uh, uh, Ryan Gosling's an android, mm. and he knows he's an android. So, like, they kind of dispense with, like, that's not going to be the mystery here. We're not repeating the mystery or whatever. Cool.
0: I don't like that movies need to have mysteries.
1: Yeah, this one it does a similar it has a little bit a similar mystery to the way this one has a mystery where it's like an interesting thing to find out but it doesn't necessarily, it I guess it does it have changes the context yeah. of
0: of a lot of things that you saw and again like I think I like slow movies mm-hmm and it bummed me out because, like the, f- I like watching slow movies a few times. Yeah. And the first time you're just like figuring out what's going on, right? And then the second time you know the context of everything, so you're able to like pick up on like the subtleties. Yeah. And I feel like I knew half the stuff because this right. isn't exactly the book, but it so takes it's so it's like a lot. So, like, I knew enough for it to be boring, but it wasn't enough for, like, that second watch where, like, you can, like, be like, oh, this is why they're doing this. You know what I mean? I don't know. I think I just don't like movies. Well. Too long. (laughs) Thankfully, this movie. You should
1: try reading a book. Takes even longer.
0: Like, I would have expected. I was really afraid when you said you were reading uh, this book. Hmm. I was like, Blade Runner seems like one of the, like... For me, like Blade Runner and Dune are the same yeah. in my head. And it's like, I don't well, to Well, the same, those the
1: guy movies. who directed Blade Runner 2049 is doing the new Dune. Really? Yeah. Who did Blade you know, Runner 2049? Dennis DeVilla or whatever it is. I don't even know him. The guy who did, I think he did Arrival Marty? as well. <laughs> yeah, Marty Scorsese did it. Uh, I'm looking up his name.
0: Uh, I never saw Arrival.
1: Oh, Rival Skid. I mean, I I don't think it's as good as the the,
0: haba album with the the same name. No,
1: the short story that's mm. based on Dennis or Denise, Vile Nuove. Dennis. Dennis.
0: it spelled D E N I S? Yeah. Yeah, it
1: rhymes with penis. <laughs> Dean Oh well, well, well. If it's in Dennis, the penis. <laughs> Uh, that's
0: it. I'm leaving Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot take this.
1: Yeah, he dir- Tom,
0: you can direct Dune.
1: He directed Blade Runner 2049, Arrival. Uh, he's doing the new Dune. Uh, that's the movie. That's the Dune. Alvin that, the Chipmunks, chipwrecked. That everybody's like going crazy about the cast. And it's like this has the best cast. Who is it? The Goose. He also did a uh, Sicario. Sicario. Uh, yeah. Never saw uh, never that. Saw that was a good movie. Movies. The sequel was not good. Hmm. His first language is false, is French.
0: The Gerard Depardieu. Yeah. Christopher yeah. Columbus in my book.
1: And guess how he kisses the French way. Uh, shoves
0: his tongue down unwitting
1: women's throats. <laughs> uh, so, Dune, the new movie coming out next year, stars Zendaya, Ooh. Rebecca Ferguson, who we know from Mission Impossible Fallout. Oh, yes. Timothy Charlotte, Jason Momoa, Dave Bautista, Oscar Isaac, Josh Brolin, Stellan Skarsgård, Javier Bardem, Charlotte Rampling, David Damascalez, uh Sharon Duncan, can't read the Is rest. Is that
0: Sandy Duncan's daughter? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, and then like yeah, I mean, then it gets into people. I don't know
0: who's Sharon Duncan.
1: I don't know. She plays. Sh- hold on. So Sharon Duncan to- Brewster—that's her full name.
0: Hmm. Punky Brewster's sister.
1: Yeah, she was in the
0: one that uh, the mom didn't abandon at the the supermarket.
1: That's I don't like you bringing that up about Punky. But oh, yeah, oh, punky. Javier Bardem, Josh Brolin, Oscar Isaac. Yeah, three hunks.
0: Yeah, plus you have the other hunks, uh, Momoa and Batista.
1: Yeah, those are like different kinds of hunks. Those
0: are beefcake hunks.
1: Those are beefcake hunks, and then you've got that uh, Timothy Charlemagne. He's like a like a young hunk. <laughs> yeah, like young. a he's a heartthrob.
0: Yeah, but he's he's uh, he's fragile.
1: Right, he's the boy that you just want to bring soup to, because he's sick.
0: Yeah, exactly. Soup boy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Alright, uh, thank you for listening to the show. Hey, keep an eye out for an email, maybe you already got it, to yeah, vote the, for the next book. Yeah,
0: the, the poll for the next book will be up yeah. uh, by the time you hear this.
1: So don't delay.
0: Hopefully the day before.
1: Don't delay. Vote today. That's oh, the man. slogan for the show.
0: Uh. So uh, to wrap up, uh, Blade Runner slash Do Androids Dream of Electric mm-hmm. Uh On a scale of one to ten, how problematically racist was this book? I don't think it was problematically racist at all. This is probably the <laughs> least problematically racist book that we have yeah. uh,
1: covered yet. It's pretty anti-Android, but other than yeah. that- but not really. Like It kind of also shows you the android play. The characters are anti-android, but the book's not.
0: Exactly. Um, I just feel like all old books are racist, and I think that should be the way that we judge these things now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. You know, this I'm, this passes with flying colors. Good job, uh, Blade Runner. Philip the Dick and Harrison Ford. <laughs> Harrison Ford uses the N-word a 100 times in the movie, though. <laughs> All right. Do uh, you think I mean? Uh, do you think Harrison Ford uses the N word casually? No,
1: I don't think. I think he's. A, I think he's a decent guy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think he's too cool.
1: Yeah. Well, th- th- being too cool doesn't mean using the N word casually. Not too cool Tim.
0: to respect people of color.
1: <sighs> Timmy's got an earring. Oh,
0: that's true.
1: Yeah.
0: People ask him if he had his tetanus shot after he got that.
1: Yeah. Probably. Huh. Why are you so mad about this? Is he
0: still dating Anne Heche?
1: No. Timmy's married to, uh, uh, who is it? Buffy the Vampire Slayer or something?
0: No, Ally McBeal. Allie
1: McBeal, yeah.
0: Huh. How is she uh, doing these days? I
1: don't know. She was on the first... Two seasons of Supergirl, but then she left once the production moved from LA to Vancouver. Hmm. And she was like, Oh, I don't have to go live in a different city. Mm-hmm. I am just.
0: Harrison Ford's wife.
1: Yeah, I'll just not do that.
0: Better watch out, though. Oh, no, he doesn't kill his wife. Right. Okay. All right, see you next week.